everyone. Welcome to another Spa Talk of the Table. My name is Elana and I'm your host. And today we're talking about the spirit of Ubuntu. Now often we say I am because you are. And that's exactly what Spa is all about. And today we literally go behind the scenes to find out how Spa is deeply intertwined with this. Now I'm bringing you Rita Engenblier. Normally I know Rita as the lady that is running around on the ground, literally when it comes to all of our initiatives from giving back shoes to our community, to our ladies races. And today I get to see you around my table. Rita, a warm welcome to our spa talk of the table where we don't just fill our baskets, we fill our tissues with tears and we fill our hearts with ideas and we conceptualize and we create magic. Welcome. Oh, thank you very much, Ilana. Rita, there's so many initiatives and community engagements that SPA is part of. I think my proudest moment as a customer and as part of the family, you know, is when I get to an event and I see our branding. Someone the other day said, it's the most beautiful branding out there because it's not just about food. It's not just about groceries. It's not just about our retailers, but it means that we are the support behind that community engagement. How did you know you wanted to be in a position? where you give back to others? I don't think I actually, I, I always grew up thinking I wanted to be a missionary, as I said. But you know what, then I started, you, I mean, you start a job and you, you sort of go get into the job and somehow the job involved around getting back to the community. And I think that's for me where it really turns special is because I can live my passion. And I think one thing that I love doing is giving back to people or engaging with people. And I think that is the one thing that this job has plenty of opportunity for. Greta Ingenblik is Spa Northrand's sponsorship controller. A huge title for such a big smile. Tell me all about this job title. I mean, what exactly are you responsible for? Ah, you know what? We organize all our functions at SPA, so which means from corporate functions to engagement with the community to little functions. And then, of course, our bigger functions like the SPA race, but all with a golden thread of community involvement. And I think that's what makes it special. The approach that SPA has to community and sponsorships, what would you say that is? I mean, it's not to be seen. It's not to just have their brand uh, associated with someone. What do you think is the motivation behind that? You know what? Um, I've been doing this job uh, for 30 years almost. Wow. Next year it will be 30 years. And one thing that I remember from starting at SPA to where I'm at the moment is that SPA has always been a pillar in their community. From store level to um, DC level to you know, every level, head office, everyone is involved with the community. And I think um, what what makes it for me even more special is that SPA never used to talk about it. You know what? They were just part of the community. I mean, I've traveled all around our country, but especially in our region. And you always see our SPA stores getting involved, either growing vegetable gardens, giving to the needy and um, the elderly. And you know what? It was just something that we all knew SPA did, but no one was talking about it, you know, and, and I think that's why the communities love SPA so much, because for, for, from forever, they were involved with their communities, you know, it was, just, it was just a normal thing that happened. And I think lately we are doing a little bit more and we're trying to talk about it more, because obviously, you know what, people sometimes forget, you know what, as a big company, you know, they all see it as, you know, everyone has to do charity, but what they don't understand is that for SPA, it's not a thing that we have to do it. We've never wanted just to do it. But what we do is whenever we sit with planning with a project, 
is we see how can we benefit the community. That for us is a norm. That is a standard question we ask. So we don't do anything in our eventing on our on the planning side without saying how can we benefit our community. And I think for me, you know, I'm very fortunate to be able to work for a company that thinks like that because not all the companies think that way. You know, and and um, and every budget that we do, there's an element that we say part of this is going back to the community. And it's a privilege. It's really a privilege. It's fascinating because we're sitting in the heart of the North Rand DC. And around me, I can even see it with everyone who works in the company. You know, wherever you're walking, uh, someone's saying, Kuyamura, or good afternoon. Uh, you know, everyone's greeting uh, literally in the warehouse as if we were on the street because it's a massive, beautiful place filled with so much potential. And you know that the, the word Ubuntu, it comes up so often. Um, I remember around World Cup, we all said the word Chias, you know. The, but, but here I, I really feel the sense of Ubuntu, you know, that, that, that you are because I am. How do you feel that sense of Ubuntu here at SPA on a day-to-day -day basis as, as you're touching South Africa? Yes, you know, and I think that's the one thing that makes SPA so awesome is we know the strength in each other. You know, so we work together to make things happen. And, uh, you know, if you take the principles on which SPA was founded, it was uh, by working together, we can achieve more. That was the founding principles of SPA. And what makes it even now more special is we know it's because of you, I am. And because you do your job great, I can do my job great. Because not one project that we do, whether it's a SPA race, whether it's a community outreach, outreach happens just because I am there. It happens because someone else is doing their job. And um, this morning I was talking to one of our pickers in the warehouse and he was proudly of showing his uh, comrade's track suit and it had a spa logo on. And he said to someone else, listen, spa is not only my family, they actually do what they say. They are my family. They are supporting me. And I think that's one thing that I can say honestly is that spa live their values. They live the family. They live Ubuntu. And, and at the DC, everyone is part of a big family. I think of some of the highlights that involves community, you know, um, the, all the Jerusalem moments where we were all tapping our feet to, to the South African song. Yeah? And, and I'm, I'm thinking of our very own World Cup, uh, you know, where our rugby team has made us so proud, you know, come win or lose. We, we actually didn't care. We just wanted to be behind them. Is there any anecdote that you want to share where, where you feel that kind of togetherness in, in your own life or even in your job uh, as someone who works with community all the time? Um, I think there's quite a few proud moments for me, especially with Ubuntu, that the one was obviously the World Cup netball. You know what? When those girls stood there, they all had these bar logos on. You know what? We were so proud of them. And I mean, our nation was behind them. And you know what? There's something of seeing your own logo and knowing the support that has gone in for years and years to actually get to that moment where they were able to play. And in South Africa, to top it all, that was, I think for me, that is the, the, the epiphany of, of that. But then, for me, a small moment will be like at a spa women's challenge race where my kids normally work as well, where they come and they hug me and they say they're so proud of you. And you think, but you know what? They know why you're doing that. They understand the essence behind it. It's not a job for them as well. They know the lives that's being touched and they know the lives that's being changed. And I think something like that for me is, is, is countless because not only are you teaching them the future of how to embrace other people and to change lives. You also, they also realize that what you're doing is making a difference and, for, and they embrace it. I'm sitting here thinking now about how our family also gets involved into the things that we do. You know, you living out your passion in, in your job. 
um, that you're doing. I'll tell your story. So the one day I get to one of the races, you don't know about this. <laughs> I get to one of the races and there's a golf cart that comes by and uh, the gentleman says, would you like a ride? And I said, sure, why not? You know, I get onto the golf cart. He says, how are you, ma'am? And, you know, he's telling a whole story and telling me how wonderful the day has been so far. Turns out it was your son. <laughs> and it was your son driving the golf cart. And he treated me so nicely. You know, I didn't, he could have just said, Hello, Tania, you know, whatever. He was so professional. He was in there. I mean, how, how much do, as much as we teach our children about what we do, how much do our children interact with what we do in terms of community? Do we bring them into the fold intentionally? And now they actually just come and help and assist. I think, yeah, I think it's a bit, a bit of both. So yeah. they do come because it's intentionally, I mean, they want to be close to you. But I think then they, I mean, you know what? There was a time in my life that I've never taken my kids to a spa race because mm. there was so much for me to do. And I had so much to focus on that I didn't want to not look after them as right. well. And I didn't want my attention to split. And then one year they were all say, can they come? Can they come? And I said, oh, please come with. And since that day, they don't want to not you know, they don't wow. want to miss it. They actually want to be this. I think there's intention that they want to be part. But I think what's deeper is they want to be part of something that's special. That everyone wants to be part of something that's special. And that's not a magnitude of the event. It's that heart of the event. It's that heart of love and the way that people walk together, the way that people interact, that that, that just goes above any boundary of age, race, mm -hmm. um, you know, everything. And I think everyone is looking for that moment where, where you can actually just feel the peace and the love. And I think that's what happens with a lot of our spa events is that you you go across all the borders that people put up about what is community work or what is giving or loving or whatever. And I think it's just something that, that happens naturally. And I think that's the biggest learning curve as well is when it happens naturally and you can just you can just breathe it in almost and not actually have to say, this is how you treat someone or whatever. So I'm proud to hear that he actually that <laughs> he he treated you professionally. But, uh, you know, but also I think it is the nature of that whole event where everyone is someone and everyone is valued. I hosted a, a family event conference not too long ago. And one of the, the topics that was highlighted was the values within a family business. And they spoke about it quite a lot. But then when we turn the attention to some of these families, families that, that have these businesses in South Africa, a lot of them weren't able to tell us about the values that they are trying to live in these businesses. They knew that they had to live by values, but they didn't know what they were. And it was a big lesson for me in my own life and in my own environment, because I, I was like, well, you know, what kind of values are we living by? You know, we all say we want to live a life of values, you know, but. What kind of values are we living by? And the one thing that I've experienced at Spa is that there's always room for family. There's always room for kindness. There's always room for respect, you know? And, and I'm so proud to be here and, and to tell you this because I've known you for so long. And at, at every women's race, I become so emotional. You know, we never leave without tears because there's always something that happens that makes you feel, wow, you know, I'm lucky to be here. You know, I'm so blessed to be part of an environment that gives back and that looks after so many people. There's people who's listening to this podcast and, and watching this, this vodcast and video that, that probably needs to hear it again, you know. But what are those spa sponsorship pillars that, we, that spa strives for, you know? 
Okay, so there is quite a few. We've revamped a little bit. So this year, our values are that we're striving for this year will be education because obviously we want the future of our country. We want to invest in the future of our country, the future of our kids as well. You know, and there's such a big need in education from students right through to small kids, you know, so that's, and we've got some, some very exciting uh, plans for next year, you know, that we're really going to get into our community regarding education. Then obviously nutrition, nutrition will always be a big mm. need and being a company in the food industry, you also, I mean, it is it's second nature to be able to give food. So that will be a, a big focus of us. And then the other one, which is, I think the longest standing one is women empowerment. And that goes from women empowerment in sport um, to uh, GBV, looking after ladies and also giving, you know, take, helping them to take their rightful place in our society. You know, so I think um, from SPA, a lot of it we have been doing, especially, like I say, women empowerment, women in sport with our netball, with our road running and all of that. But I think next year and for the years to come, all of us is going to focus on the education and nutrition, which I think is important pillars for South Africa and for the future of South Africa. Well, talking about our future and all these amazing projects that lie ahead, which one do you choose? I mean, hard to choose. I know I'm putting you on the spot. Which, which one stands out for you and which one would you say is the most heartwarming? Sure. Um, to be honest, there's so many. I, I can know. think of so many that we've done. And I think a lot of them has got to do with Good Morning Angels where we've made a difference and you can actually see the people and you can see the impact. And sometimes it's the smile, but I think... Uh, for me this year, the one that we did with Jacaranda, with the good, uh, you know, with the Smiles Foundation, for me definitely stands out. I think when you've got a dream, when it was a, just talking about and saying we want to raise money for the Smile Foundation to change people's lives, you know, it was just a concept, and it almost, you know, what it happened so quickly, and then all of a sudden you join hands with Jacaranda, and I mean, two million was raised, and I think the impact for me was when we was at the was at the hospital that day. And when you saw the mothers and when you saw the hope and when you saw the changes and, and then you think, you know what, those 80 families from now on is going to have a different future. And you know what, that's something that that's more than I ever would have wanted to be able to do in my lifetime. You know, just to think that you are privileged enough to be part of 81 families or 80 families that, that now forever I've got a brighter future that that's changed. I mean, it, it's just amazing for me to see. And I think the other thing that, that also stands out from that project was how communities come together. Our normal people gave up. I mean, we had a swimming lady that she's actually one of our helpers at the race. She swims. She actually trains the masters for swimming. Mm. And the masters said they want to raise money and they gave it to the Spell Foundation, part of that. So it's normal people coming together saying, you know what, we can make a difference, even if it's this small. But it's all those little ones that make the big donation at the end of the day. And, and at the end of the day, a family's lives are changing. And I think for me, sure. That is amazing to be able to be part of such a big thing. I had the privilege of visiting the hospital where Smile Foundation works. And it is unreal. There's a miracle that happens that mm -hmm. SPA is making possible where you're holding a little child, right? And they, according to society, they have a defect. They can't smile. And through your contributions, the very next, I mean, they're going to the operation ward as if it's a, you know, as if there's a fairy godmother and they come out and the next day they recover out of anesthetic and, and then the child looks different and they can smile. It, it, is, it is unreal, unreal what you are doing. Yeah. And I think the big thing is, it's not only the, 
the child's smile that changes. It's the it's mother's every, you're smile. Right. They just, you know what? It's just like the mothers are changed people when they see. Because, I mean, one of the little boys we've seen, I mean, he was smiling as if he didn't even have a defect. His, mm. his mother was <laughs> was laughing with him. And it was so yeah. special for me because she said, she actually said to me, she's going to tell you, she's taken so many photos that morning of how he looked because she never wants to forget how pretty mm. he was. And it was so special for me. But you know what? Those lies that changes, I mean, a smile, somehow a smile is just so bright when, when there's some love in, you know, and giving involved. It's heartwarming to hear that this kind of DNA giving back is, is part of your portfolio. You know, it's what you've been, been able to breathe and live for such a long time. I can assure you, Rita, that everyone sitting in the Smart Talk of the Table chair has talked about giving back or some form of um, support for someone else. But perhaps there's a retailer that needs to know the how, you know, if, if, if there's someone that has a desire to stand in the gap for someone else or to give to their community beyond the traditional role that we need to resume as a retailer, how does one go about in doing that, you know? You know what, the big thing for me is to know their community. First of all, a lot of retailers do know their communities. Yeah. They have access to the community. The community visit their stores. And I think the big thing is, I don't think people have to focus on the big things. Because, you know, it's nice to do big things. It's nice to change big lives. And, you know, to, but there's, there's, there's a power in doing small things for people. Because, you know what, first of all, I think sometimes it starts with a smile from the teller that says, how are you? How's your day? For me, that sometimes... It makes such a big difference to someone's life that's, that's entering the store that's maybe had a hard day and you know what they don't have money and someone just says thank you or and that already is an act of charity for me then secondly is you know like I say I don't think it's always the big donations that makes a big difference something is something heartfelt you know and and that's where I think you know what if someone approaches and says they've got a need just listen to them and don't try to, to change the whole world or fix the whole world. But maybe there's something that you can give to that one person that will change their life. And, you know, it can be as insignificant as a cup of soup or a meal. Or, you know what, for me, I just think, you know what, some, sometimes an act of kindness starts as something small and then it grows into something so much bigger. And, you know, I found that the communities are so thankful for someone that first listens and secondly, just wants to help. Just say, but listen, we'll look at something. We can't do much, but we can do this. And you know what? I always say, barter with your with your charity. Barter with those people that need help because sometimes they've also got big, big dreams, but sometimes it starts with just donating a few pins. And next time, the few pins are fun. Then you give a little bit more. So don't think it always has to be thousands of friends. Sometimes that little but makes just as big a difference in that person's life. There are many prayers and beautiful poems written about people's feet, you know, where your shoes will go. Um, and I've, I've taken it upon myself to bless my children that way, you know, wherever their little feet will go during the day, because I, I don't see them, but their mm -hmm. shoes will walk there, you know. And you together with Spa and, and, and this entire amazing group of people, <laughs> You were able to do your shoe donation recently. Tell me about that. Sure. Yeah. You know what? Spa was in the very privileged um, uh, position to be able to donate shoes. So what happened was that when COVID started, Barta had this huge production of Barta shoes. And they were actually at a loss because no one was going to school. So back to school stopped for two years. Wow. And then Spa actually took hands with Barta and said, but listen, yeah, 
why don't we donate shoes from that for this overflow of shoes and that's how the whole process actually started so then spa bought these shoes from barter to offset their huge debt that they put into these shoes but then it became a project so over the years we over these two years with COVID, we we had the initiative where if you buy for a certain amount of you can buy 50 rand a pair of shoes and you can donate it but then obviously you know what we still had some shoes left and then we decided you know spa's turning 60 years and we wanted to celebrate that by giving about about 60,000 pairs of shoes. And in our area, it was given to sure, a lot of uh, charities, a lot of schools. And you know what the big thing is? I think there's nothing more heartwarming than a child's smile. You know, yeah. when they get something. And a pair of shoes, you know, for a lot of children, a pair of shoes is a luxury. You know, it's they don't beautiful. have. beautiful. You're right. They don't have yeah. a pair of shoes. And you know what the sad thing is? That shoe, that pair of shoes become their running shoes, become their play shoes. And if church. Yeah. Yes. And if it's cold, you know, shoes does make a big mm. difference. We all love um, your barefoot children. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, shoes does make a big difference. And, and we saw it, you know, and the, and it was received with so with open arms. And everyone was, so, you know, a lot of children were so happy. So I think in Spa's case, we were very fortunate to be able to be in that position where we could donate so many shoes. So it was for us a celebration. And I think sometimes, you know, you get those birthday wishes where they all say, let's for our birthday donate something. And I think for Spa, it was quite fitting that they could donate so many pairs of shoes for our 60th birthday. It's also beautiful how you bring in ordinary people. As a customer, I remember I was shopping in, in Cape Town. Okay, so I was, I was home and I donated a pair of 11s because my child at the time was wearing a size 11. And it was nice to know that you, 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 you're buying, but I'm, I'm buying for someone else. You know, there's a feeling that goes with that where you feel like you're part of something. How is it possible that a retailer can start something that is for our community? rope in the community and make it feel so good. Yes. You know what? I think that's a, I think sometimes that's a spirit of Ubuntu, firstly. And then secondly, I think that's what we want to invest for this new year as well with our retailers, where we're going to have projects where we're going to have a Ubuntu corner, where we're actually going to say, listen, yeah, if you're buying stationery, just buy an extra yes. pen. Just put it in the bin. Mm -hmm. We, you know, donate it to your, they'll donate it then to their local charities. And then from our side, we want to do um, glasses for children and things like that. So, you know what? The big thing is, I think Spa's got a lot of plans for this new year, how we can get the community. Because at the end, that's what Ubuntu is about, is mm -hmm. getting our community to help us, to help people as well. You know, so I think it's a, it's a joint project from us and our community. Spa's involved in so many amazing things. The spirit of Ubuntu is not just about where we are right now, taking groceries and, and selling them. It's about selling groceries, I guess, but making a huge difference in our organization as well as in our communities with the amazing spirits of the people uh, like Rita Ingenblake, who we're we'll chatting with today. There was this notion of the Cemetery View Township. Now, I don't know the story, so you better fill me in. <laughs> yes, you know what? Um, cemetery View has been close to our hearts for quite a few years. So what happens is that you've got Plastic View and then you've got Cemetery View. So both on Pretoria East, both is quite a camps with quite a large amount of people, um, both looked after by SAKs for Life that we've been supported for quite a number of years. But this year, what really touched our lives was um, that the whole Cemetery View was burned down to the ground. And um, we actually went to visit them and... Um, I mean, if you see how people stay in the first place, small 
small little rooms, you know, not even what we call rooms. And then to think that the little that you have is now it's also gone. gone, you know, and that you don't have means for food, you don't have means for drinking water, and you don't have, I mean, if you don't have something and you don't have someone that regularly supports you, where do you go to ask for help? And you know what? And I know um, a lot of, you know, people look down on Cemetery View because they say, yo, it's illegal, all of that. But you know what? At the end of the day, there's still mothers, there's still children, yeah. there's fathers, you know, there's people that's lost for hope. And I think, you know, that's the one thing that I that I can commend Spa as well is that it gives us the opportunity to step up and step in, you know, and to say, but listen, yeah, we know there's a big need. And, you know, for us, it's making that difference, saying, raising our hands and saying, listen, yeah, we want to make a difference. Mm -hmm. And we've got the capabilities of making an immediate difference. And I think that's sometimes the difference between, you know, just giving money and, you know, actually giving something that can make an immediate difference, that can fill a, a tummy. So, you know, what? you know, it's always emotional as well but it's such a privilege to be able to put our hands up and to say but you know what we can make a difference and not only can we we want to and we are going to make a difference there as well you know what it's exciting and, and i'm sitting here listening to these amazing stories some of which i've experienced and some of which i have only heard and we always say you know it's it's our responsibility to help raise south african children you know uh, and when i say our us as mothers you know and never did we think it's, it's, it's a grocery store's responsibility to take care of community or people. Yet we're standing in the gap and we're doing that for people like Cemetery View Township who, who have lost their means, you know. Mm -hmm. What drives you? Because I think there's, there's something behind this that it, that's more than just Ubuntu. Because Ubuntu... We, we can live by these amazing metaphors that talks about compassion and humanity. And we can stay with that amazing feeling. But to go out there and to actually do, it feels like your initial dream of becoming a missionary is being realized through this whole vision of, of what SPA is doing year by year. Yes, and I think what contributes to that is that you've got people like a Nate from SAKS for Life that's actually on the ground that you can talk to and you can actually feel the pain and you can feel the hopelessness and you know you can make a difference. And I think that's if you partner with people that actually live that life and that, that actually works in those areas and they can tell you those stories that you can't always know about, you know, it, it, it enables you to have a lot more compassion than just hearing about something because you know what, it's, it's sometimes easy to hear about stories and just think, oh, it's just another fire or it's just something else that happens. It's, there's so many things happening in South Africa. It's just that other story. But if uh, Sanette speaks to you and you ask her how it's going, she's saying, but listen, yeah, I don't have food to give to the kids. There's nothing that, 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 that stops your heart from almost breaking and saying, but you know what, what if it was my children? What if it was someone I know? What if it's our staff working here? So I think it's also, it's a thing that, that the need, there's so many needs now at the moment in South Africa that you can't be blind for it, first of all. But second of all, you need to be part of that community. It's in your blood, that community as well. Collaboration is so important and I, I even feel like collaboration is what we do at this table with our spa talk at the table, you know, through these conversations, so many things have come to the surface that, that have benefited so many people. How, how important is, is collaboration to you? I mean, do we, do we do it on our own? Do we, do we phone a friend, you know? 
Yes, I think uh, for me, collaboration is all of the above. You know what? <laughs> you, ha you have to phone a friend. You have, but also it is about, you know what? For me, it's about getting back to the spirit of Ubuntu. We are, I am because of we are. And for me, it is that we that makes a difference. You know, um, if we engage with Good Morning Angels, it is the Good Morning Angels team. It is the suppliers. It is ourselves. that all come together. We make a difference. When it is working with the SAKs for Life, it is our suppliers that step up to the challenge. It is the people at SPA. I mean, I also report to a boss, so I will phone someone and say, listen, can we do something? So it is a, it is a collaborative effort to make a big difference. You know what? I think all in our own, we can do a lot of things, but you know what? I think that's when you get tired and that's when you get burned out. That's when companies say, I can't do this. This is too much. But you know what? When you've got a community that's standing behind you, when you've got staff that loves what we do. I mean, I take Sophie, my assistant. <laughs> she just loves what we do. And yeah. she gets me so excited when she gets so passionate about what we do. And she's so proud of SPA. And you know what? Then you think about those things. And I think it's that love and that encouragement that draws you to be able to do more, to be more, and also to work together more, you know, so I think it is, it will always be a collaboration between people, and I think it's, it is like-minded people, they say, track each other, so I think what happens is you do find that you track like-minded people in your community, people who want to make a difference, then you work with them, and the difference will happen. Rita, I always say to you, you've got such a massive heart, and it's easy to speak to you. And even though you've got this big title, Spa Northrand Sponsorship Controller, I mean, in broadcast, it really means very little <laughs> because it's such a big word. But you are always out there and people are always asking you for stuff. Okay. Call Rieta, we can get stuff, you know. Call Spar, we can get this, you know. What can we do for you? <laughs> you know what? I think... Um it is actually a privilege. You know, I think sometimes it, it feels, it can feel like a burden. And I think sometimes when things get hard and you're very busy, it feels like a burden when someone just asks again. But you know what? When we sit down and when we start looking at the things again and when I look at projects, I think the privilege of being able to make a difference drives you you know so I think for me the biggest thing is people must never stop when I may be agitated or maybe when I feel irritated and things are just a bit much it's just to have patience with the busyness and just to give me the opportunity to respond because inevitably I am listening and I am trying to make a difference and you know what I think for me is I think for spa the biggest privilege will always be to help people to see a smile at the end of the of the day to know we've made a difference and um, you know I think gratefulness is a big thing as well, you know, because sometimes people do get entitled and they're not always grateful for, for donations. And I think if people remain grateful and they remain asking and being sincere and being authentic, you know what, they, it's a, it will always be a great public, uh, collaboration of Ubuntu. Rita, what's the one quote or slogan or metaphor or verse that you live by? Be kind. I think for me, it's be kind because you never know what someone else is going through. You know what? For me, um, you know what? It's always easy to judge people on their face value. But once you look into their life and you maybe understand why they're doing what they're doing, you, you will find love for them. So for me, it's, I, I just believe kindness goes such a long way in making a difference in someone else's day. 
This is our Spark Talk of the Table and we're learning about exciting projects, the spirit of Ubuntu and how Spar as a brand is intertwined in giving back to our community. To all of our retailers and South Africa at large, we're very proud of how you are servicing a nation through giving, through communication and even through the magic of our Spar Talk of the Table. Today it is exciting to be talking about the amazing projects, individuals that are on the giving side and that are also on the receiving side. And from all of us, we just want you to keep living the spirit and the values of Ubuntu. We are because you are. And we are because, how do I say it, Rita? I am because we are. I am because we are. <laughs> Time for quick fire. Are you ready, Rita? Yes. <laughs> She's not. Her I'm eyes never, just, her eyes just like, went, no. But it hits it, yes. She was like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> never really back In the bakery section, croissants or cake? Definitely croissants. Really? Yes. What do you want on your croissant? Probably Nutella. <laughs> That's it. It's always a treat in our house. Nice. So I think. <laughs> oh, I'm celebrating. Orchidea or roses? I oh, definitely orchids. Really? Definitely. Who's the big planter in the family? My youngest. <laughs> if you look at your children, which talent stands out the most? Sure. I think probably the planter, but also... I think love, love stands out. I've got children that's very lovable. So I think that, and it must be a talent because it's not always to be lovable and to love. Yeah. <laughs> when you were at school, what were you really good at? Mm. I loved running, piano and yeah, art actually. Yeah, okay. painting. <laughs> um, toothpaste or chewing gum? Oh, definitely toothpaste. I hate <laughs> chewing gum. I hate it with a passion. <laughs> If you were if you were a spa retailer, which which shelf would be the best one to pack? Definitely uh, the till points. I love the till points because they're low and they don't have a lot of stock. That's so funny. <laughs> You're right. Even growing up, we always had a small till. Hey, you, yeah. I always loved working with yeah. the money. I'd, I'd want to pack the yogurts. <laughs> Yo, my yogurt shelves, if I can see the precision there. Oh, no, if you, if you know how your hands smell when the yogurt's gone, oh, no, no. <laughs> Definitely not yogurts for me. I want to wash the trolleys. <laughs> no, no, no. If you had to start an NGO, what would the main purpose be? Oh, I would love to do kindergarten probably and to, to just engage with small children, drawing with them and teaching them just little life stuff. I think that would be my ultimate NGO. So definitely small children. Rita Engenblik, it's good to know you. And it is such a privilege being able to chat to you at our spa talk of the table. Thank you for every opportunity you've given me in life. Yo, now I'm getting emotional. There's been so many, so many. And it has been wonderful. So thank you. Thank you. It's really been a privilege. Well, now you know Spa is not just a retailer, but that there's magic behind the giving. Rita Ingemlik, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. It was such a privilege. May the spirit of Ubuntu live on.